I need to talk about something that feels more real to me, which is the hardship journey of being an entrepreneur that no one's talking about. Wow. The reality behind the scenes that we're all living through when we are riddled with self-doubt, when our cash flow is depleting, when our friends and family are having a great time and we're locked in for the third day without having seen daylight. Mm-hmm. Like those conversations that I was having with so many people behind the scenes, but no one's talking about in the spotlight. And, and also why this whole uh, obsession with becoming an entrepreneur was was BS because what people seek wasn't to become an entrepreneur. What people seek is the feeling they hope they'll get by becoming an entrepreneur. But you can get that feeling working for a company, for a startup, building a team, or starting a company. Mm-hmm. Like that, and that's where purpose comes in, right? So, yeah. so I gave that talk, and I was really nervous because I, I just didn't have enough time to prepare. I did my best. I delivered it. It was like this emotional journey. My my partner was there. She was pregnant with her daughter. God, I forgot that. She was pregnant with her daughter at the time in the audience. My mum was there. I had friends flew in mm. to be there in the audience. It was a really emotional moment. I think there was over 300 people in the audience. Wow. Um, and, it, and it came out. And this is what I want to say also, um, how, how funny things are when you stand up for what you believe in and you dare to have difficult conversations. Yeah. When the first original talk version came out of that talk, I don't know why, but the the editing company who who edited the videos for the for the next Cardiff had separated the video between three quarters. It's difficult to describe it. Three quarters of the screen on the left were the slides, mm-hmm. and one quarter on the right was just me. And it was so weird. It looked really weird. It was like so you would you would see three quarters of the, of my slides, and then a little bit of me. And sometimes I'd go in and out of shot. And I replied to them and I said, "I'm really heartbroken. Uh, I put in so much effort into this." Can you please ask the company to re-edit it without any of the slides? And it just needs to be the full screen of me. Otherwise, we're going to lose the emotional experience and it won't get the impact that it has. We went back and forth and I've got to give credit to the organizers. They were willing to do it. They did. And I honestly believe, hand on hand, hand, heart, the impact of my talk would have not been the same today had it been a three quarters of slides mm-hmm. and just a little bit of me on the side. Yeah. And today, I think it's, it's, it's been viewed just about 800,000 times. And it's been the most viewed TEDx Cardiff talk of all time. Yeah. Um, and I say this with pride because a message resonates. It's not about me. It's about the message I was trying to put out there. Yeah. Um, so thank you for asking that question. The C warning, when you ask me a question, I go off and I don't shut up for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really great. And I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying uh, listening to your story and so many great you know, experiences and insights. So I really liked the TEDx talk. And the reason for that was I really resonated with the story and the deeper meaning uh, that you talked about, right? So that we are not looking for entrepreneurship. We are looking for this deeper yearning and purpose. Uh, We want to find that. And we can find that in the workplace and we can find it. So it, it, it doesn't have to be entrepreneurship it can be anywhere or anything you talk about small things bigger things so it's just a feeling that's what people understand you're chasing a feeling you're chasing you think you're going to feel something if you do that thing or achieve that thing i mean that's what people need to understand yeah and so if you understand what the feeling is that you're looking for so whether that's validation whether that's Mm. um wholeness whether that's excitement whether that's achievement whether that's whatever it is figure that out and then you can reverse engineer it and find many different ways to actually achieve that same feeling yeah 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 absolutely so it's like a means to an end right so maybe it's and you you mentioned values for example so maybe it's more important to focus on values like what's really important to you for example what i realized and you talk about you know depression and loneliness which is like i was like this is my life. Mark, Mark is just talking about 
And that may, and I don't, and I, and I don't want to sound like I get this every day. I don't, but I still, to this day, three years later, I still regularly get messages from people saying, it sounds like you were talking about me or it's the, you know, I cried watching this. It's exactly me. Or I laughed. Um, you know, and, and also anybody listening to this, it's like, you sometimes have to push yourself out of your comfort zone in order to serve your audience. Mm. And what's interesting about the TEDx talk, and you know, we could have a whole conversation about the TEDx talk, TEDx talk in itself. But when I, when I first originally came up with the first draft of the script uh, a week out, um, Amrish Shah, I'm going to give a shout out to him. Uh, I think his company's Red Kimono, but I could be could be wrong. Anyway, he's he's one of my brother's mates originally, but we went to uni at the same time. And then we lived in South Africa at the same time when I was working there. So we became friends. And he's really amazing in the sense that he's he's completely able to kind of show up fully, use comedy, stand up, all that kind of stuff. And I gave him my talk and he looked at me and he said, can I be honest? Was like, I was like, yeah, he's like, the start is really boring. It's not you. Like there's a side of you that we're not seeing here that was way more fun and way more uh, that I've seen. That he's seen me because I used to do school plays and that kind of stuff. Um, and so he's the one who made like take this exaggeration of the entrepreneur and blow it up. Mm-hmm. And that's why the start of my talk, I, you know, and, and just like a little anecdote for those listening. Um, when I was practicing the start of my talk, if you go and I'm not going to tell you what I do, but go and check out the TEDx talk. Just type in Mark Maru TEDx. But at the start of my talk, I do something. Yeah. <laughs> and when I did that in person, when I was practicing it, no one laughed. Like no one. So can you imagine? I was repeating like for five days in a row. I was doing this, and everyone just staring at me. And I'm going, I'm going to have to do this on stage. Like this is going to bomb. And then I remember my my, my partner said says this that she says that the moment I stepped up on stage and I delivered my first line. And she heard the first laugh in the audience. She's like, okay, I can relax now. He's going to be all right. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.